In the heartland of America, a sinister figure terrorized the city of Wichita, Kansas, for over three decades. Known as the BTK Strangler, he taunted law enforcement and the public with his disturbing letters and cryptic messages, all while brutally murdering 10 innocent people. The chilling story of the BTK Strangler is a harrowing journey into the mind of a ruthless and cunning killer. Welcome to Crime Quickie, where we explore the captivating world of crime stories. We're your hosts, Paige Turner and Lucy Fur. In today's episode, we will take a look at the horrifying case of the BTK Strangler, whose reign of terror gripped the city of Wichita and baffled authorities for years. Join us as we unravel the twisted tale of this cold-blooded killer and his eventual capture. To understand the story of the BTK Strangler, we must first delve into the life of the man behind the horrific crimes, Dennis Rader. Born in 1945 in Pittsburgh, Kansas, Rader grew up in an ordinary, seemingly stable family. However, as a child, he began to develop dark fantasies about torturing and killing others. Unbeknownst to his family and friends, Rader was quietly nurturing a growing obsession with violence that would eventually consume him. In 1971, Rader married his wife Paula, and they settled down in the quiet suburb of Park City, just outside Wichita. To the outside world, Rader appeared to be an upstanding citizen. He held various jobs throughout his life, including working for an outdoor supply company and as a code compliance officer. He was also a Boy Scout leader and an active member of his local church. Beneath this facade of normalcy, however, a twisted killer was hiding in plain sight. The BTK Strangler's reign of terror began on January 15, 1974, when he brutally murdered four members of the Otero family in their Wichita home. Raider meticulously planned the attack, cutting the phone lines and waiting for the family to leave for work and school before making his move. He broke into the home and, one by one, bound, tortured, and killed Joseph Otero, his wife Julie, and their two children, Josephine and Joseph II. Raider's killing spree continued over the next several years, claiming the lives of more victims. In April 1977, he murdered a young woman named Shirley Vian, suffocating her with a plastic bag. That same year, in December, Raider killed another woman, Nancy Fox, by strangling her with a belt. Despite the gruesome nature of his crimes, the BTK Strangler managed to elude authorities, partly due to his carefully planned attacks and his ability to blend into the community. However, it was Raider's own desire for attention and recognition that would ultimately lead to his downfall. Throughout his killing spree, Raider taunted the police and the media, sending letters to local newspapers and television stations describing the gruesome details of his crimes. He gave himself the nickname BTK, which stood for Bind, Torture, Kill, a chilling representation of his modus operandi. As the years went by, Raider continued to send letters, taunting the authorities and revealing information about his murders. In one of his letters, he even demanded that a book be written about him. Raider's final confirmed murder occurred in 1991 when he killed Dolores Davis, a 62-year-old woman living in Park City, Kansas. Though the BTK Strangler's killings seemed to stop after Davis's murder, his communication with the authorities and the media continued. In 2004, Raider, craving more attention, sent a package containing a floppy disk to a local news station. He believed that the authorities would be unable to trace the disk back to him, but he was wrong. Investigators were able to extract metadata from the disk, 
which led them to a computer at Raiders Church, where he served as a congregation president. This crucial piece of evidence marked the beginning of the end for the BTK Strangler. With the critical lead from the floppy disk, authorities closed in on Raider. They obtained a warrant to test a DNA sample from Raider's daughter, which matched the DNA found at several BTK crime scenes. This evidence provided the necessary link to arrest Raider in connection with the BTK killings. On February 25, 2005, Raider was arrested outside his home in Park City, Kansas. During his subsequent interrogation, Raider confessed to 10 murders, providing chilling details of his brutal crimes. He showed no remorse for his actions, and his cold, emotionless demeanor during his confession only added to the horror of his crimes. In June 2005, Raider pleaded guilty to 10 counts of first-degree murder. The following month, he was sentenced to 10 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Since Kansas did not have the death penalty at the time of Raider's murders, the maximum sentence was multiple life terms. Raider is currently serving his sentence at the El Dorado Correctional Facility in Kansas. Despite being behind bars, the BTK Strangler's horrific crimes continue to haunt the communities he terrorized and the families of his victims. The story of the BTK Strangler, Dennis Raider, serves as a chilling reminder that evil can lurk in the most unsuspecting places. For 31 years, Raider managed to live a double life, evading suspicion while simultaneously committing heinous acts of violence. His ultimate downfall, driven by his own ego and need for recognition, brought some semblance of justice to the families affected by his reign of terror. As we look back on this dark chapter in American crime history, we are left to ponder the motives that drive individuals like Raider to commit such brutal acts, and the steps we can take to identify and apprehend such predators before they can inflict further harm on our communities. That's it for this episode of Crime Quickie. A quick preview of our next episode. In the early 1980s, a sinister figure cast a dark shadow over the Pacific Northwest. Preying on vulnerable women, he left a trail of death and despair in his wake. This is the haunting story of the Green River Killer, a remorseless serial murderer who eluded capture for nearly two decades and was convicted of 49 separate murders.